this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Everybody, welcome to the Bob Box Office Breakdown. I am Ken Napsock, and yeah, I know I'm not as uh, smart as Sarah Stratton. I know I'm not as sophisticated as Sarah Stratton, and I know I'm not as beautiful as Sarah Stratton, but I was available. Sarah Stratton is out on assignment, so I am joining the crazy crew here at the Box Office Breakdown, the show where we uh, break down all the box office information from domestic, international, and uh, we play a little fun game with our uh, co-host here today. So I want to... Uh, Introduce and bring in the beaming with pride, this Patriots fan, JTE Josh Tapia, wearing that T-shirt that I think you found in Steve Grogan's locker in 1989. <laughs> oh, it's a good day. It is a good day. Absolutely. And uh, to his left is the man. Well, now he needs an introduction. Yeah. No longer... Well, the ghost of Finstock is is floating around, but he's not here. It yeah. is Tom Dagnino. Industry veteran yes. and expert. Correct. That is <laughs> that correct. a good title. I just, I'm, I'm happy that you're here, Ken. Uh, good to be here. You know, I, uh, besides me, I think you're the uh, sharpest tool in Schmoville. I'm right here. In the, sh- in the shed. That's true. The sharpest tool in the hey, shed. You know, the less you put January 29th, seconds, mm. uh, whatever you put on the lower third that <laughs> last week, then maybe you can reclaim your crowd. But I'm here with these guys. You know the drill. We go through the top five box office of the weekend. We had, of course, the Super Bowl weekend. And I know JT would like to do an hour on why Pete Carroll didn't send Marshawn Lynch, Lynch up the I, middle. I wanted just to have the whole play replayed on this little yeah. loop right on this TV back here behind me. That's yeah. all I wanted today, but I understand. I mean, we can take back. 10 seconds that you are a lifelong Patriots Listen, fan. Listen, uh, yes, born and raised. How's England. your heart doing? Uh, it was up and down yesterday. I was uh, with the Schmo crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken, you were not there. We were, no, I was, I, we were no. missed. I, it was tough, man. I got to tell you, when, uh, when he made that catch on his freaking back, I saw that Tyree play all over again. Yep. I, I felt like God had something against the Patriots. Yeah. Well, it's like he saw Brady. He he saw I've been Brady. praying to my God <laughs> to convince him, but and it doesn't work. To pull off that play yeah, is it's unbelievable. A, I mean, you know, to, to go to the lowest bottom of the soul to the highest reaches yeah. of 
I mean, I, it's why we watch football. It's kind of like you when you order a great hamburger and then they ask you to pay. Like mm-hmm. it, it, the, 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 the wheel of emotions you <laughs> yeah. ride through that is good. good start. Uh, but Finstock, one steak at Chili's. Yeah, you know, you Finstock, you actually played Super Bowl nineteen, right? <laughs> yes, I was there. I caught the I, I caught the, the Montana pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it was John Taylor, but yeah. it's actually uh, I just painted myself black that day. <laughs> Tom Dag Nino. All right, guys, let's it. get right into it. You, you know how the show works. Uh, this is uh, our, our look at top five domestic for the weekend so I'll, I'll run it through and I'll let you guys kind of analyze and if I'm doing something wrong just go ahead <laughs> and grab right. me oh look at that See, we're, we're playing it right now for you yeah, here in the he, studio you, had you a, had the play there <laughs> thank you Steve I mean yeah what a bad call alright so <laughs> yeah, the, the Super Bowl box office uh, you imagine there's going to be some things affected by this everyone oh, is concentrating uh, Sunday not just the game but Saturday if you're in Arizona there's parties to attend mm-hmm. our, our very own Roxy Stryer from uh, After Buzz and Schmoes was there Tinder uh, was going Bananas. Tinder was, I'm sure, going as was Grinder. Uh, and then before that, you're not going to the movies because you're prepping yeah. for the party you're either hosting or attending. You're, mm-hmm. you're buying a lot of chips and dips, so you're not mm-hmm. going to go see movies. I imagine yep. that affected the box office. But here we go. The top five domestic for this weekend. Start at number five, The Boy Next Door from Universal, which is oddly listed as a thriller and suspense and not a Cinemax movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it made just over $6 million with it, which is a 59% decrease from last week. Yeah, it's, um, so it's a typical Blumhouse movie. Yeah, you have any comments on that now, or do you want me no, to no, just keep going about, through? Okay, I, yeah, again, yeah. Uh, I'm filling in last second here. Yeah. So if I'm doing something yeah. wrong, just yeah. slap at me here. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to start talking about lightsabers with yeah. Steve. <laughs> uh, coming in number four is Black or White. Kevin Costner coming back into the top five from Relativity Media. This is a 6.2 million dollar take in its Ooh. opening weekend. Number three, found footage movie project. Almanac. I cannot believe we're still going with found footage movies, but we're there. Paramount puts this out. It's listed as an adventure. 8.5 million. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. ...in its opening weekend. Was that good or bad? We'll break that down in a second. Paddington. I'm sure you all took your children to see Paddington on Super Bowl Sunday. Universal's film grossed a 8.5 million, just over 8.5. That is down 31% from last week, but still respectable. And then, still in the number one slot, the movie that has begun the linchpin of national conversation. No matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, it is American Sniper starring Bradley Cooper, Chris Kyle Story, Warner Brothers put that out. And it took in... 30.6 million, almost 31 million, it's, down 53%, but still the king of the box office right that's now. That's a crazy number for Super Bowl. It actually shattered the record previously held by um, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. It did, yeah. Miley Cyrus is kind of... Oscar-winning masterpiece. I want you to say that right. It is actually Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, best of both worlds concert. Yes. Oh, that was, it was yeah. a concert movie? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's thought, counter-programming, thought, though. That's true. I understand like that making money on Super Bowl because all the little girls don't want to watch it go with their moms. Mm-hmm. This American Sniper, is that's your audience. It is. USA yeah. football. It <laughs> is powerful, man. This is a powerful film. And people just absolutely love it. I called, th- I called the Warner Brothers brass, but I couldn't get them on the phone because they were in a makeshift pool swimming in money. <laughs> <laughs> and then like drinking margaritas and 
looking up Russian prostitute magazines. <laughs> which is which is the American way. Do you think yeah. this movie is still on top because we're a little bit of uh, junk pile season and it's got no real s- stiff competition? Or do you think that this word of mouth, a lot of, hey, when my parents are like, should I, uh, should I go yeah. see that sniper picture? Because Bill O'Reilly said I should. That, <laughs> yep. That's... Is it going to grow and kind of stick around for a bit here? We said it last week. It's an event film now. It's what everyone's talking about. And people, like I said, people who don't go to movies, friends of mine, are calling me after they see this movie. And I'm like, you went and saw a movie? Right. Because they're hearing everything about it every week and Bradley Cooper and even the controversy, it just becomes like the thing to do. It's like it's the water cooler moment. Like I said, it's the these rednecks. They're going at it. They haven't seen movies in a year. There's anything that Nino says. They're all doped up on But do you think for the sequel they'll have enough money to make a real baby? (laughs) Yeah. It's possible. You know what? I don't understand. The sequel's where he teams up with Rambo, right? Yes. Oh, my God. I would be there day one. Oh, immediately. Uh, I will say, like... The baby, apparently the reason why the baby was in there, because one baby was sick, another one didn't show up or something. You can't find another baby well, in town? He, but here's the thing. <laughs> the, the baby for that scene is not really necessary. Just don't use, put the baby in the crib and don't use the baby. It's not I like the baby I mean, was a focal point in the conversation. They should have called me nine months before I would have impregnated Santa Merrill <laughs> and he would have had a real baby. And you would have had one to work yeah, with. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> it's not that, it's, look, it's not the first movie. <laughs> To use a fake baby in a shot. It's yeah. just no. that it focused on it and it, it drew a lot of attention. That's yeah. True. So how many percentage, Tom, how many of the how much of the thirty million it made this week were some people just wanting to go see the fake baby? Uh probably Ooh, that's a good one. No. Bucks. You can just jump on YouTube though. It's all over YouTube, that's that true. little baby scene. My mom and dad do not know how to use YouTube. Oh, that's all a good right? point. Otherwise they'd but like be watching I said about me now. this movie. This movie's gonna make Upwards of three hundred and fifty million dollars domestic. It's that it's, it's almost two hundred and fifty. Un- yeah, I could do another hundred. Yeah, and they're saying so? it could take over Hunger Games as the highest grossing film in twenty fourteen because it did come out right yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah, Christmas time. I could see this. And Eastwood. That this is an Eastwood film. Let's yeah. forget. So he's kind of coming back after some some downward Jersey turns. Boys. Oh. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd retire after this. About you'd walk away. <laughs> yeah, just leave like the, leave as a champ. You drop the mic, kind of walk <laughs> out, get in the Grand Train and drive away. <laughs> find some young chicks. Get off my lawn. Yeah. That was a good one. Let's talk about Paddington. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom, I'm going to keep calling you Finstuck. Tom, I I don't think you're legally allowed to go near the movie theater for this one, but uh, if you had a family, would this have been a good counter-programming option for you? Correct. Yes, I would have seen this. If I had a family, yes, I would have. Um, I like Paddington. I think I, I had it at number three. I had number two because it was a family film. Yeah, and at five hundred, mm. it, it, it missed being number two by five thousand dollars. It was close. Yeah, it's that close. real close. Yeah, so me and JT tied for. Uh, yeah, last week you would have thought all your five. illegitimate children would have kind of made up that five thousand dollar difference. I wish. <laughs> let's jump down to let's jump down to black or white. Costner coming back here. Yeah, a well received drama. But is this kind of? Uh, I know again, it's it didn't have a lot of competition this weekend, and the numbers are low, mm-hmm. six point two million. But what do you think about this? He just can't open up and movies anymore i mean the last three what was it time to kill or something not a time draft to kill. day yeah and three days day to kill and three days to kill both just pretty much tanked i mean it's great he's a great actor though he's just not he's not he can't carry it anymore best just, costner film field best costner film of all time field, field of dreams uh untouchables or bull Durham. the split anytime split. You, it, i go i go field of dreams because i cry yeah. oh field of dreams yes yeah. i mean that is the costner clips. and baseball is they go hand in hand <laughs> for lo- what's the other one he did for yeah. love of the game for love of the game yeah. yeah kelly preston mm-hmm. yeah semi-sonic doing the theme song i mean Cup. 
Waterworld. John C. Riley is the catcher. Yeah, that's true. He was. Steve, you, you like Waterworld? Love Waterworld. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what though? For a big bloated action movie, it's a fun movie. It's still fun, right? Yeah. It it it's not the Postman though. Dennis no. Hopper is you know hamming it up the whole time. I yeah. mean, it's like it's basically Road Warrior in the ocean. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, the Boy Next Door, fifty nine percent jump. So J Lo and the Return of Her Booty could not keep this <laughs> strong start going. Yeah. Uh, that was the no title sh- of the movie. That was a title. It would have made at least ten more million dollars. Oh, Jennifer Lopez, pictures. The Return of the Booty. The Return of the Booty. There was no nudity in it, and uh, there was I no heard, nudity. You heard, saw it? No, my, I was going to see it. And then my you heard there was no nudity. I was like, "How was the sex scene?" He goes, "Disappointing." I'm like, "All right, that's all I need to know." <laughs> And that's how movie decisions are made here yeah. in America. That's all I need to know. I'm I mean, like, no ass, nothing, no side breast. They're like, nope. I'm like, oh. I'm like God, so, if Mister Skin had done a preview early, would have it would have saved a lot of people money, right? Yeah. Some uh, somebody I know was like, hey, we're gonna see that, right? And uh, uh, this girl I'm dating, and she was like, I was like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna see that movie. Does, well, she, if, does she know you're dating, or is that something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows. If they advertise, like, remember when a movie came out called Swordfish with Halle Berry? Oh yeah, yeah they made a big deal that Some she was going to yeah. be topless in they the did. movie. She even yep. said it like at the movie awards, MTV movie awards. She's like, "You want to see these coming next week?" Yeah. I was there first weekend, bought a ticket. <laughs> yeah. that, was that on the movie <laughs> poster? <laughs> want to see these? Yeah. She was buy sit- a ticket. Yeah, she was sitting in the uh, the little. Uh, yeah, she was like seat. sunbathing. Yeah, she was sunbathing. But they Travolta basically scene. let people know that it was going to happen, so it would sell tickets. Yeah, I mean, if Jayla maybe doesn't like that. Stephen, how many times did you see the boy next door this weekend? Like twenty seven minus twenty seven. So you're yeah. you're a good percent. <laughs> Zero times. <laughs> he was watching himself in the Jack in the Box commercial. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. Absolutely. Uh, back up to Project Almanac coming mm. in at three. And yeah, 8. that was the big one. Weekend uh, disappointed uh, in terms of numbers. Do you think uh, for Paramount or what do you think? I'll say I had I think at number four or five this you week. Did. I had you it did. really low because I thought it was only going to make seven to eight million dollars and you're right i just didn't think um something like paddington i had one and two right i just thought maybe black or white or i really thought the boy next door might do a little bit better mm-hmm. but you know i guess the teenage i was really hitting hard on mtv and all the oh they teenage, smashed it on, they like, smashed yeah, chat it. and all these but other still things. eight million is not a good no it's it's got to be my yeah. cinema score from uh everybody over 18 <laughs> under 18 was a minus because those idiots don't know what they're doing you know and they get to a couple hot people in there and things like that they're I mean, to, it's platinum was, dunes again. This was a, a found footage movie that had a soundtrack, which would make it not a found yeah, footage movie. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like Cody yeah. Hall, our intern, yeah. tweets on about that, and I'm just... Did he see it? Yeah, I think he saw it. He works in movie theater, well, guys. he's 16, so, so he's got <laughs> He's the target audience. Yeah. I mean, it, listen, I saw the commercials. First of all, this thing was been on the shelf for like a year. I saw yeah. a commercial thing like a year ago. I told you, it was, well, in, that, a, it was in the tra- it was in a Ninja Okay, but thing. I want to talk about that. That's an interesting point. We're going to talk about top five found footage movies of all time here in a bit, but I want to talk about Project Almanac was sitting on the shelf yep. for a year. Yes. Back then, and that's only a year, year and a half, but that's that's light speed in, in movie industry. Sure. A year ago, a found footage movie might not have been a bad idea following mm-hmm. Chronicle, mm-hmm. which is uh, Landis' script yep. and, and Trank's uh, direction, which sure. got him more stuff, mm-hmm. and Landis is doing great as well, Max Landis. So um, did that hurt it? I, well, here's the thing. What we did Comic Con last year, they had screenings of this movie. Yeah, they right. were giving mm-hmm. away tickets, and I think they were just trying to feel the you audience. Sure about that, or was it just with your delusional laying in the bushes for four days waiting to get us into <laughs> Hall H? Possible. Two squirrels yeah. were fighting each other, and I thought yeah. I was watching. Yeah. Tom and I were busy partying with <laughs> yes, gangsters yeah. at Seven Eleven at yeah. three in the morning. In Thanks, Comic-Con. guys. That's yeah. what we did. That do it. I haven't had a loaded Dorito since. I, if, you know what? I, if you, you know want to see a good found footage film, go to Shmuel Plus. Me and Copster. 
we we record some of our tales. Uh, it's yeah. about probably as exciting as this movie. Yeah, go to uh, movie night. <laughs> I bet I bet your short film with Cobster and Cody Hall movie night could have grossed a little bit more than the the boy next door at Project Almanac and Black and White combined. <laughs> combined, put together. Before we move on to international, though, I oh, do yeah. want to bring up something that I have not had a chance to go see, which is disappointing because how much of a uh, fan I am of the property, both the show and the books. Uh, but it is Game of Thrones had their oh, IMAX yeah. release mm-hmm. this week. Uh, started, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday, Thursday goes through here. It's limited engagement, not a lot of theaters. Uh, IMAX, they showed episodes 9 and 10 from last season, which included the big battle uh, up at the wall, which was so cinematic on TV, so they put it out there. IMAX, it also had a, a, a short teaser trailer, which leaked immediately yep. uh, for mm-hmm. season 5, which is a season I am most worried about as a book fan <laughs> who also loves the show and lives for the show. But it pulled in basically $2 million over the course of the time, one point five on the weekend. Any thoughts on that in terms of uh, turning already well, existing properties into free money. Yeah. Free money. You mentioned that episode nine is probably one of the most epic episodes of Absolutely. any of the show. Mm-hmm. And like when I saw that last year, I'm thinking this thing could be on the big screen. I could Everyone totally that, be. Yeah. So I think a lot of people who love the show, because that episode was in the lineup, that would have brought me in right away. I would have, I honestly didn't know it was this weekend. I was just too, you were too preoccupied for the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, you and Tony Easton were drinking your beers <laughs> at a bar waiting for the game to start. So Tatupu. I wish I could have saw it. I really wish I could have saw it. And, uh, yeah. I hope they do some more you, stuff like that. You may still have the opportunity. Uh, and yeah, the show is growing. If you go back to season uh, two, uh, with the battle on Blackwater uh, and what they episode. did now, what the, how they've grown mm-hmm. in budget and skill, what they could do, it makes sense. And I also think this is testing the waters for when mm-hmm. the season ends yeah, going into the theater with an original movie. And I believe Neil Marshall directed Blackwater in this yes. episode. Yes, he and did. he's wow. a great cinematic director when it comes to action. Yeah, they got a lot of people. Charles Dance, Tywin Lannister has said that That's he is not done. Portraying yeah. Time and Lannister. So That's this, great. to me, could have been the test. All right, yeah, so uh, that is the top five domestic. Any closing thoughts on that, boys? You know, I think The Loft turned into a complete disaster. Absolutely. Uh, no surprise. You know, you know, it's like, hey, hey, you know, you find a dead chick, one of the guys turns gay, Forrest Whitaker may or may not show up as a detective. That's just a usual weekend for you. Yeah, you know, and things like that. <laughs> 2.7 million it's, rounding it's, out to oh. almost the top 10 there. Taken three still way down. Has not crossed 100 million. I don't think it will. You don't think it will? It doesn't matter. Just make it internationally. And then Mordecai, 1.4. Bravo, oh, yeah. bravo everybody. <laughs> well done over there, Lionsgate. Well done. You don't think funny mustaches and accents uh, yeah. translated to the box office? It's not going to do good. It's going to make money less. It's not even going to do $10 million. That's a complete how, and utter disaster. I haven't I haven't joined your guys' conversation for this, but how much does the January, February, early March junk pile season still mean? Does that still mean something, or are studios trying I, to move things up all, all year long, putting out good quality? It, I, it is. It's, you know, it's barking with big dogs and, and still yeah. pissing with the puppy uh, type theory. I'm not sure I know what that means. <laughs> you know, That's, you try to you try okay. to get in there, but I think I think the tides are swinging. Yeah. You know, when you see like a sniper and you see like Paddington, well, these other these good movies. Man. But then there is it's you know it's the dump fest and the you know the dump you know the yeah. the junkyard like Boy Next Door, Project Almanac stuff that you hear gets pushed back for like months and yeah. years and all these other things. So yeah. But I think the tides are swinging a little bit. I think you might see some more bigger releases now in January, February, just because of, you know, um, American Sniper. I look at what Guardians of the Galaxy did late in the summer blockbuster mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. and then it dominated. And yes. now you got some movies moving up, April, mm-hmm. March, some of the comic book movies. Yeah. Sure. You think that's going to be a trend that grows? Maybe. I mean, Batman v Superman's made a big step in that. They're releasing yeah. it in March. Right. Well, which is, yeah. a, which it's, I don't know why, like, I don't know why Hollywood has made this the garbage 
Well, that's a great point. Just put them out. I, well, great movies. I, I still award think seasons. There's a lot I know, of things going the award, I, I, Look, when Monuments Men moved last year from yeah. the award season yep. to the junk pile season, we yeah. all we all thought, well, maybe no, and it turned yep. out it wasn't what we hoped it would yep. be. It so that junk. still applies. It still goes to garbage or junk pile season. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You release Batman in February. Are people not going to go see it? Oh no! And it's, a lot of times they put genre films like right. Taken and the girl, the boy next door, stuff like these small genre films with like one star. Just hoping to grab a little bit of money, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 a proven format. Mm-hmm. Do it all the time. Yeah, Jayla, that, that boy next door can't open in, in June. Yeah, like no. against Marvel. No, or anything. Proven formats, yeah. much like whatever is in that jar. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the secrets. Of, secret How of many success. eggs are in that jar there? Five. Five. Yeah, is that a pretty <laughs> solid five. thing? Yeah, Same out Rocky. Apple cider yeah. vinegar. It's uh, <laughs> same out Rocky's Coke, called. Yeah, them. well, of course, obviously. <laughs> Coconut oil, things like that. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the top five international uh, numbers here. This is the international box office. The things we Americans sometimes forget. You can make money outside of our boundaries of our country. (laughs) The way they do it now. (laughs) That's right. In its second weekend in China, the final chapter of the Hobbit trilogy, Battle of Too Many Armies, added... 20.2 20.2 million, which brings its total uh, there to an estimated 92.6 million overseas. Overall, it has now earned 60, uh, 664.2 million overseas, and almost it's approaching a billion, 916 million. All right, let's talk about that first. Uh, I can criticize it as one of a, a yeah. diehard Lord of the Rings fan. I did not like this trilogy. They had their moments. I'm not here to crap on it. <laughs> I am. But I am. it's obviously a moneymaker. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, $916 million, you can't argue uh, that. You can't yes. argue that. You can't, you can't argue argue that. that. And you can't. I mean, little known fact, in China, the movie's called... Uh, Little men run around with clothes made by people from yeah, China. That's a fact. <laughs> that's yeah. an absolute fact. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's yeah I think you can verify that on Wikipedia. Um, I mean, I, I usually, me and Sarah are usually fans of the Hobbit films. I'm stuck between two people who do not like the film. Uh, yeah, but I, again, we're not going to just a breakdown of yeah. the Hobbit, but. Lord of the Rings trilogy, the first yeah. set of movies, I, I occasionally put in, once, not occasionally, mm-hmm. occasionally put it in, but once a year I sit down and watch all like 12 to 16 mm-hmm. hours of it wow. in one day. I make a point to do it. The Hobbit, I couldn't get through the first act on most of these films. It's horrible. Uh, it, wow. was, it was the uh, worst video game adaption I've ever seen. It had so much CGI, it took me out of the movie, but it's we're not here about that. Yeah. Again, 916 it's million. undeniable. People are running, and Warner Brothers run to the bank with that. So listen, Lord of the Rings are great movies. I think these are just great entertainment. They're not great films like those movies. But you're getting okay. your money's worth when you go see these movies. You're getting spectacle. You're getting mm-hmm. action. Peter Jackson. Again, know, it's really well done. All the snide, snarky comments I can make, you're right. Because yeah. it's going to pull in a billion worldwide. Wide. Which is what you think Star Wars will do domestically. Yes. That's correct. Let's uh, take in three like we talked about here. Uh, Liam Neeson, of course, had a great appearance in yep. a Super Bowl commercial. A lot of oh, people that was talking great. about yeah. that. <laughs> that and the kid who died. Um, take in three <laughs> added 21.1 million this weekend, which included a solid 3.5 million start in Mexico. To date, the final installment in the action franchise has earned 162.7 million overseas. Neeson has a particular set of skills to make money overseas. Yes. And you'll see another one. You think there's going to be another one? Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. With what, his daughter? Really? Yeah. It's perfect for the number in there. <laughs> right, he's on the wall. <laughs> That's the only reason. Do you think, do you think <laughs> Neeson will do it? You think he, I mean, he uh, seemed very, very happy that this was the last one to me in some interviews. And then he goes out and, and attacks uh, well, then too, many guns, too many guns in Hollywood. And then there's also a $20 will, million dollar check. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can't argue with that. Yeah. But that commercial, it's like, okay, we get it. Taken. I feel like he's been riding this taking uh, mm-hmm. wave for like years now. He's doing yeah. movies that are almost like taken. Yeah. It's just him. St- 
as a badass and like a predicament where he has to get his way out of it, where he has to use a set of skills or something. Yeah. And much, I much, wish much like Rob Roy. That's what I'm about to. I was just right. about to say, start doing more movies like Rob Roy. Let's start Great doing movie. some period stuff. You know, uh, Michael him. Collins. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, even Phantom Menace. He was but a Jedi. <laughs> we can't argue that his best work was reenacting the Titanic scene in Love Actually. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. That is correct. All right, American Sniper. Obviously, it's killing here in America. No pun mm-hmm. intended. I apologize. Uh, but it added 11.1 million, which brings its international total to 67.3. Clint Eastwood war drama still has France, Brazil, Mexico, Spain, Japan, and Germany on the way in late February. It's still mm-hmm. got the world uh, yeah. a- a- in front of them. Any money with any money overseas with this movie is it's just, just a plus. <laughs> it's just a plus because it's killing in America. I mean, they were Warner Brothers didn't have this movie over 100 million. They're like, yeah, this makes 60 domestic. We'll get it and recoup our money yep. things like that. And this thing is just like I said, crazy town USA. They had no idea it was going to make this much money. No, are you hearing did. any reaction? I mean, the, uh, the money's speaking for itself, but are you hearing any, any reaction from fans overseas watching this very, very American movie? Even though it tries to go down the mm-hmm. middle and tell both stories, it tells yeah, the, the effects of war and everything. right wing. Yeah, it is. It, and I can't, like I said, I was going to say both sides. It doesn't show both sides, but no. um, I don't think... Do you think they're studying that over there going, yeah, that's pretty much what we thought about American Blue Jeans? I don't think, like, like there's a lot of controversy in sure. America about it sure. and, you know, the political side comes to it. I think when this plays overseas, they, that doesn't, they don't factor that into it they're no. just going for the film as an action war film Cut. and a drama i don't think they're bringing it like america we're just tearing it apart left and right because Cut. of all the political because stuff we love to argue we're, they we're, we're a china doesn't care about heads yeah, thing. yeah china doesn't care about what we're fighting over here or no, what the character all. is or, or what was do real they? They? well they're always they're doing something they're up to something i think it's doing good because it's clint eastwood it's bradley cooper and action war movies always do well overseas correct mm-hmm. and i and listen it's like he said, it's killing in America. Mm-hmm. So all this is just extra money in the bank. No pun intended. Um, yeah. Finstock, uh, yes. Tom, Tom, my apologies. Yes, no I'm problem. still getting used to it. Uh, Tom, um, do you know what Tora 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 did, did in the international box office? Uh, no, I don't. All right. So Tora Tora Tora, is that a fish? No, it's a, <laughs> no, it's a World War II. It's a Pearl Harbor film. Oh. Pearl Harbor film. A week out of its U.S. debut, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Hey, hey, open to an estimated $8 million across five markets. Most of that came in Mexico, where they're going to make uh, cheap knockoff toys to sell over on 3rd Street. Same. What a weird uh, Where the movie took in a very strong $6.7 million, along with the U.S. SpongeBob also receives Brazil and Spain as openings next weekend. Um, this money, this movie uh, will predict later on, but I think it's going to do pretty well. they got to get the stoners to see it. The stoners come out and see it, then everybody, then <laughs> the kids are going to watch it, and it's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. So, I, so I got a, I got Tora Tora Tora. Um, box uh, office domestic was twenty nine and a half million dollars. Hmm. And that is that, uh, is that con- converted money to now or back then? That's uh, that's adjusted. That's just Wikipedia. I can't tell yeah. you that. Okay. Oh, okay, but hey, that's a good number. And Stephen, oh. quick on the draw. I Beautiful. like that. In a good way. Yeah, I have a, the new thing about my new uh, saying about American snipers. Like that's it's sniper money. It's sniper money now. Sniper money. Sniper money. It's, it's gonna make sniper thing. money. Where you didn't see that much money coming, and all of a sudden hits you. Like Age of Ultron. It's gonna make sniper money. Okay, <laughs> I think it's gonna make Marvel money. Yeah, that's that's also a category as well. Arab <laughs> money. Yeah. All right. So there Spongebob. you go. That's a wrap up on what, the international money. market. Uh, SpongeBob's. Spreading all over the world. It's still going go. strong. So this transitions to one of our favorite games here on yeah. Fox Office Breakdown. And to play games? It's the foreign movie title game. Uh, Ken, For in case American. you're not aware of how this works. Please explain it. Go yes. ahead, Finstock. You, I say Tom. Tom. I, Tom. Yes. Sorry, Mine. Tom. Yeah. It'll take us a couple weeks. I know. Yeah. I get it. I'm not going to argue. Um... <laughs> Bizarre foreign movie titles for American movies, it's called. 
uh, I give you four choices. Okay. They all play. You okay. have to pick out the fake one. I have to pick out the yes, fake one. The fake so one. there's three there's real, three real, and one, one fake. fake one. Yes, and they all, all right. seem like they're fake. Do we have Do we have theme music for this game? We're We're, we're, we're actually on working on the theme. Oh, music. really? We'll have okay. it next week. Yeah. We'll so it now it's week. just Stephen humming into a microphone. <laughs> yes, pretty much. There we so go. So basically, <laughs> what's been crazy? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're gonna use some really good stuff. Very China-esque. I have came across some website that has yeah. been the best thing I've ever found. Right. Okay. <laughs> It is a Chinese website. Yeah. That if you put I'm in the American movie yep. title, thank you. If you put in the American movie title, okay. it comes up in Chinese and you just blast it into a Chinese translator on Google. Are you sure this is what the website's <laughs> for or is this how you order mail order brides? I might get in trouble for logging onto it, but I do it on my friend's computer. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so that's I don't good. care. That's good. Do it at the library? Yeah. Just, use, just use Firefox. <laughs> yes. So we're going to go. Last week I didn't have any from China. This week they're all four from China. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. And I'm, I'm ready. I have a plethora of stuff from China coming. <laughs> okay. Okay. China mm-hmm. swept away the Madonna classic. Yeah, the Madonna bombed at the box office. Okay. Holocaust, <laughs> wonderful friend. Holocaust, wonderful friend. I Correct. don't. I never saw the movie, so I don't know if Holocaust plays into that. But okay. China again. Again, <laughs> this is all China. The interview. Oh, the interview. Oprah on a mission. Oh, because he's a host, but it's not Oprah. Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> China, The Virgin Suicides. Oh, mm-hmm. Sofia Coppola movie. Excellent movie. Christian the Adventures Christian. of Iron Pussy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> China, again. Keep going. Uh-huh. How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Oh, no. The Angela Bassett classic. Yep, yep, yep. yep. When the Cow Hit Grass. The cow hit grass. Now, what I want to know is, <laughs> who is the guy making this up? And what right. is he smoking in the opium den That's to come true. up with these things? Can you give me the first one away for Swept Away? Yes. Holocaust, wonderful friend. Oh, my God. Okay, so I uh, I have to register who, how we play. You register and I register? Take Pick whatever you want. Okay. I'm still deciding. Steven, get in on this, too? Yeah, yeah Steven's yeah, in, Steven in on this. Okay. Go I'll, for I'll it. run them down again if you want me to. One more time, real one quick. One more time, quickly. Swept Away, Holocaust, Wonderful Friend, The Interview, Oprah on a Mission, The Virgin Suicide, The Adventures of Iron Pussy, <laughs> and How Stella Got Her Groove Back When the Cow Hit Grass. Okay. Oh, man, this is tough. This is one of the toughest ones we've had a while. I've won the last two, by the way. I'm saying, I'm saying Oprah on a Mission is the, is the fake one. Hmm. Okay. I am going to go ahead and say... I mean, the Iron Pussy cannot be right. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, but there's cats in that. Go movie. ahead, cat. There's cats. I in gave that my movie. answer. I am gonna go ahead and go. I definitely know the house Stella got a groove back. One is real. It's gotta be. I believe it's the swept gotta away be. one is odd as it sounds. Is real. Okay. Um, comes down to that. Kirsten Dunst, Iron Pussy yeah, Iron interview. P- Oprah Where does the Iron Pussy come from? I'm going so with cat in the, movie. the interview. Is the fake one. Interesting. All right. Did anybody get it right first? Yes. Okay. Somebody did. <laughs> who got it right? The one who got it right is the people tuning in. <laughs> yes. And uh, JT is right. It's the Virgin Suicides. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, three in is, a row. There is a movie in China called that, but it's not the Virgin Suicide. Three in a row. Patriots wow. win the Super Bowl. Well, JTE done. wins again. Wow! It is. And like I said, there's. I found this website. I the 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 material will go on forever <laughs> on this site. It That's, is absolutely cutting edge 
stunner. That's three wins, by the way. One more. I'm up there I, with I Tom do want to. I do want to point out that the Virgin Suicides one is probably a real title in another genre of film. That's correct. That's you can true. Rent it. Just go to the video store and go past the section with the beads hanging on the doorway. And you go <laughs> and you'll find it in that clamp thing. Yeah, <laughs> the beads. All right. So let's go into. We moving on to top five grossing found footage films, boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. You guys ready? All right. So this is uh, each week we do a theme because American Sniper has been at the top for so long. We can't do more Bradley Cooper stuff, right? Yeah. No. You yeah. can't do movies with fake babies in it because it's really no. you have to research that more top five grossing found footage movies project almanac comes out maybe a year too late we'll let the box office decide that in the end but right now boys let's go through it real quick um paranormal activity would have been number two three four and like five almost because there's Pretty been close. five of those bad movies yeah so we limited it to the highest grossing one on this list right perfect makes sense okay. to me all right go for it boys you take me through the list all right uh we'll start at number five which is project x a found footage movie about mm-hmm. kids having a party yep uh, I didn't see this movie, guys. Did you guys see this? No, but I mean, these movies are. Hey, I don't watch found footage movies. But, but Tom, you've attended parties like this, correct? <laughs> Have you? Yeah, Project X Y Z. Yeah, They're- I mean, this movie, I've. <laughs> it's. It just looks so not funny to me. That's when, know, when I saw the trailer. It was Todd Phillips, though. It was tough. It was he produced. Yeah. But here's the one thing I did. I didn't see it, but I like the idea behind it. Is it was a found footage movie that wasn't a thriller, a suspense, a yeah. ghost. Yes. Superhero. It was a crazy yeah. party. It does kind of make it? sense. None, did anyone, What's that? Anybody None see of it? you saw it? I didn't see no. it. Did you see it, Steve? Yeah, Project X is great. All right. Yeah, that's well, a good movie. We got right. a fan. We got a fan there. Seven bucks that $54 million is <laughs> Steven's. Yeah. Seven bucks? No, he went to the $2 This movie matinee. came out a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> 17 bucks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, he went to the $2 matinee by JT's house. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't even spend that. Uh, next on the uh, Number four, uh, the Josh Trank film Chronicle, which is a very good movie. Uh, that surprised a lot of people when it came out, and yeah. it, was, it was the first time where the found footage movie actually felt like it added to the story to me in some ways. Gotcha. Because I love how they used his powers of levitation to like, because mm-hmm. you're not half the time you're watching movies like, who's holding the camera? Yeah. Put the camera down. Put the camera down. This yeah. guy could just with his mind have it floating around watching. It right. came out this time last year. It made like twenty two million or something like that. No, this was a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Was it was like 2012 yeah. now. But around this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I feel like time and space for time. And I think just, that was yeah. the key to its success <laughs> yeah. is, again, oh, here we go, found footage movies, yeah. and it takes in $64 million because it had a, it was surprisingly good. Not surprisingly uh, slagging on the people that made it, but surprisingly mm-hmm. to the audience. Sure. Maybe it had a little bit of found footage malaise. And Dane DeHaan was really good in it. Dane had Dane Michael B. Jordan. And yeah. I'm yeah. Not sh- actually the one guy who's almost kind of the it's main Creed. guy. Besides um, Dahan, I can't remember who he kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Hasn't really done much. That's since. what happens sometimes. All right. But yeah, so good movie. Uh, that's probably my my favorite on this list. Go to check be out with Corvette you. Summer. You'll see why. Yes. Um, number three, we got Cloverfield. Yeah, with eighty million dollars. Eighty million. You would think it would make more than that. Not a huge fan of this movie. Personally. I was very disappointed by this. Me movie. too. Um, I I raced to see it at the theater with yep. uh, my ex girlfriend at the time, and my writing partner calls me Matt mm-hmm. Key, host of the Marvel uh, news show here, and says, "Oh my God, I'm still scared of it. Oh, that was so great, the monster. Oh, really? We, we they so liked excited. it that we, much? We were so mm-hmm. excited, and we sat down. Movie ended. We we're like, Hey, you want to go get a hamburger? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. it's like whatever. Listen, the trailer for this movie is what. Got the trailer, the but that was the thing. The that, trailer, the trailer, got, trailer there. got everybody there that weekend. I bet made Moffat's movie that weekend because the Statue of Liberty had coming through and yes. the sound footage. Excellent, excellent. Um, but again, like I said, Chronicle half that movie. I'm like, put the, why are you holding the camera? It's, just, I, it's not. It's not. It's not necessary. It's I, can, I can suspend d- disbelief enough to be like, all right, someone's filming this for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why. That one was. It, 
I, I started to realize I was becoming old because yeah. I was now in my 30s yeah. at the point. And I was dizzy through the party, okay. through the chase, and yeah. all that same kind thing of stuff. Me. I don't like that shaking camera stuff. It's not yeah. my thing. And the monster just looked like a Ghostbusters reject right. alien of kind of thing. I was just like, this it, it, thing it had some, not scary. It didn't look scary. Yeah. It had some moments. It had The movie had some moments uh, with, uh, what's her name, imploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, that kind was of a cool. cool moment. And then the thing at the end, uh, not it was J.J. Abrams, right? Uh, produced. It produced it. Produced yeah. it. All right. So that was number three. The director went on to do Dawn of Planet of the Apes, yes. which is a much better movie. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, so number two, Paranormal Activity, the original, mm-hmm. $107 million. And this movie cost maybe a t- like a million. Twenty? No, I think it was like twenty-five grand originally Jesus. when I made it. That's yeah. Oren Pelly. It made him. He's he's unbelievable. Nice, a lot of cash now. This is one, of the, and I saw this movie without seeing a trailer, and it's it was so it scared the hell out of me. Right. I, I was scary. scared to go home, go to bed it's, that it's night. Scary. It was I, really well done, and I love the fact they're using the camera again. They in did the right it way. in the right way. They they want to videotape what's happening at their yeah, house, and it's just those one static shots where the whole night goes by. Yeah, I can't. So I, good. I can't see that movie. The first one, I, I can't see all of them. I get scared easily. I'll end yeah. up calling Stephen. Have you seen the first one? Alone. I, I haven't. I get scared oh. too easily. And Skip the, trailers, the sequels. Skip the I sequels. Would, but the trailers Just look the so good. Yeah. yeah, the trailers well. look so scary, so yeah. good that I was like, no way, I'm getting even near the theater. They put people on the edge of their seat. Man. All right, <laughs> coming in at number one, uh, I, I got to think it's almost yeah. no surprise. A lot of people it's on the board. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, thank you. Yes, Lizzie Kaplan's explosion. Oh yeah, Mark. Number one. Sorry, I distracted myself. Number one, the granddaddy of all found footage. Movies, the one that started it all, the Blair Witch Project. Yep. This thing mm-hmm. was a. Oh, phenom. I thought you were going to say the Phantom Menace. Uh, <laughs> and what a, piece of, what a piece of junk it was! It you didn't like Blair Witch oh, Project, like nope, even like at the it. time. Nope. I, I, I was waiting for the scare, and wow. it just never came. I got to say, I liked it. Yeah, I liked, I liked it. Too. it. I, it did make me dizzy as well, but yeah. I got to say. It built slow for me. I mean, it had kind of that Hitchcockian jaws. You never see the bad person. Mm-hmm. I got myself wrapped into it pretty easily. Sure. And then the last shot of him up against the wall, I still get scared sometimes yeah, when I go scary. into a basement by myself. I, I get it. But, they did a really good job of selling this movie as being real. Real. I didn't know it was fake until okay, almost the weekend I went and saw it. And wow, I was like, okay. what? That was the brilliance. Well, because the I internet was... About that. Well, here's the thing. Because the internet was still young at that age. It Absolutely. wasn't like it is now. I was younger than you. Correct. <laughs> and even... I remember, uh, I think Sci-Fi Channel, which it's, Sci-Fi yes. was different back then. Yes. They ran an actual special yep. where it was like a documentary. I wanna, and I was like, what's happening? I want to comment on that. Okay. I had people I worked with at the time, yeah. some older, some younger, who saw that Sci-Fi special, bought it hook, line, and sinker, yep. almost Absolutely. like they bought Garth Brooks being Chris Gaines. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> wow. And <laughs> they were like, have <laughs> you seen this? I cannot yeah. believe this. And I... I Thought they were pulling my yeah, leg, yeah. Yes. but yeah, people back then. You're right. We forget movies. Uh, that Blair Witch. No one had really seen that. Yeah, so it, no it, one's, it, it was so new. It was of its time for groundbreaking. Yeah, whether totally. you like that or not, mm-hmm. it started a genre. It's yeah, like, it's like the Matrix. You know that groundbreaking, that motion capture stuff they were doing, and all these bullets flying and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I don't like <laughs> Matrix either, but I respect these kind of movies that start these kind of genres. And, you know, you got a lot of copycats after that. So. Yeah, I mean, for better or worse. It's like, the, Matrix had so many copycat movies that were horrible. Exactly. Same thing with Blair Witch. There's all these. Of course. It's going to happen. In the NFL, a certain offense wins the Super Bowl. The next year, people are dating supermodels, too, to try to win. Correct. All right, moving on to the upcoming films and the prediction section here of the show. Let's get right into it. Upcoming films to highlight this weekend Seventh Son, the SpongeBob movies we talked about, The Voices, and Jupiter Ascending, the Wachowski siblings with that movie. So, uh, boys, take it away. Let's start with the first one on the list here. Seventh Son. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the movie. Uh, it's about Sean Kemp and his kids, right? The former Seattle Supersonic player. 
Oh, it's a 30 for 30? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? No, it's not. It's a, you're saying it's a documentary? Well, he has like 15 kids, and I think he doesn't like talk to the seventh one or something. Is that the truth? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so wait, you're saying it's a movie about his seventh kid? No, yeah. I think it's an ESPN 30 for 30. Yeah, it's like illegitimate kid or something. <laughs> oh, wait, no, this, no, wait. This is the fantasy. This is the fantasy this is, one. You're way off, buddy. This is a Jeff Bridges movie that's been on the bench oh. for two years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, literally, I've heard about this movie two years ago. I saw pictures and trailers of this movie like a year and a half ago. Well, that's, that's not a good ground. sign. It's, it's, a, it's bad. It's, a, it's the worst sign ever for a movie, and it looks horrible. I feel so bad for Jeff Bridges because I think they made this. he made this right before, around True Grit time. That's yeah. how old the movie is. Wow. But he's and, also doing um, the new, like, whatever Super Bowl commercial thing he had. Like the oh, sleeping, Super Bowl commercial? The sleeping yeah. sounds of Jeff Bridges. I'd rather watch that Super Bowl commercial maybe than this gonna, movie. Maybe <laughs> they're going to... People should play his uh, album while they're watching this movie. So they could fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this hey, movie man, looks horrible. Be careful, there's a beverage here. Yeah. All right, Julian so Moore's in it. Julian Moore's looks in it. Really, yeah. campy. I didn't know it was on the shelf for them. But it does look campy. It looks like yeah. a a sci-fi movie. You expect some sharks and tornadoes yeah. coming around. There. This is going to join the leagues of Dungeon Dragons and. All those other really bad movies that were trying to be like Lord of the Rings. Right. True. Just turned out to be horrible. Oh, you mean like The Hobbit? <laughs> Shut up. Sean Kemp. <laughs> All right. SpongeBob movie we talked about. Yeah, yeah SpongeBob, uh, listen, the only reason why I think that's going to do well is mm-hmm. because, number one, a lot of people grew up with it. I remember the movie in 2004. The first movie came out. Yeah. A lot of people went and saw it. My friend dragged me. I never saw SpongeBob once in my life. Never watched a show. My friend who liked a certain product <laughs> to watch the yeah. show, brought me to go see the movie, and the movie was actually pretty funny. It's very adult humor. It's good stuff. And those people who grew up back in the day are going to go hey, see this movie along with the kids that are watching SpongeBob, it out. SpongeBob, my old high school buddy, Casey Alexander, was the lead story editor on SpongeBob. No uh, way. cartoon for about eight years wow. or so. Really? So I, uh, SpongeBob has some adult stuff uh, in there mm-hmm. as well, so I can, I can respect it. Maybe some it stories as, about as a, you. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Maybe. I am in the background on Invader Zim, actually. Oh. No way. Yep. How? My, uh, my roommate was the character designer of the show. No way. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Uh, hang out with CalArts grads. You get a lot of weird things in here. Thrown out there. <laughs> Explain the voices to me. Uh, the Voices, this is a film that, uh, it's a smaller indie film. It's about Ryan Reynolds. It's basically his pets are talking to him and telling him to kill people. It's like the Summer of Sam. It happened in but real life. a comedy. It, it's kind of like Tom at a party. Yeah. It happened <laughs> in real life to one of my friends. You, one of your friends, wait, he Summer heard, of Sam? Heard the voices <laughs> or, he heard the or voices. killed somebody. He had a little problem. He had like a little mental problem, obviously. But he went and you said, think? hey, this, you know, this, this, my animal is talking to me. And they threw him in the mental institution for like 15 years. Are you serious? Yeah, it turns out the crazy part about it was it was a parrot that was talking to him. Really? Yeah. One of the talking, wait, a talking parrot? Yeah, a talking parrot. So what did the, the parrot say? But they thought he was nuts because he, he said oh. the animals were talking to me, but he didn't, he didn't specify whether it was a parrot or not. Does the parrot get to the point of the story quicker? He, well, he's, you know, he drove him crazy. He was telling him to do things, but that still doesn't mean he's crazy. So wait, okay. So I guess you gotta, if you're gonna say my animal's talking to me, you gotta make sure you tell them what kind of animal it is. Look, man. <laughs> some animals can't talk. Parrots I've, talk. I, I've shared a glass of whiskey with a ferret. I know how it goes, man. <laughs> you know, that's it. Like, so if, the yeah, voices... if you say, like, hey, yeah, there's elephants over there talking to me, that's a problem. That's but if a you're a parrot or a bird or even a orangutan, they talk every once in a while. Right, take so with sign language. Yeah, Ryan, they, they do. They sign yeah, they do sign language. Yeah. Move on to the next one. Jupiter ascending. <laughs> specify. The... Specify who animals you talk to. Are you going to wind up in a mental <laughs> That's institution? A warning. Eating or, pencils and stuff. Or a Disney movie. Or checkers. Uh, Jupiter, Jupiter ascending. This is the big release of Eddie the Redmayne. Eddie villain. Redmayne, the villain. I mean, you got some star power with Chang Tam. You got um, Mila Kunis. 
It's a sci-fi movie from the oh, guys. Yeah, she's like the hero heroine. Yeah, right? she's like yeah. the princess. Not heroine. Uh, heroine. <laughs> Jupiter. Jupiter Jones. And it's from the guy. And the, the, the reason there's a lot of hype about this movie, or there was, it's mm. the guys that created the Matrix that re the the siblings. The siblings. Siblings. Sorry, they redid the uh, sci-fi genre with the Matrix. It was groundbreaking. It looks, and really, it looks campy. And they're coming back to uh, action sci-fi with this movie, is, but is this a follow? Of, this is not a sequel. I'm, I'm not saying, but nope. a follow-up to Cloud Atlas, right? It's no, their, it's their no, project. no, no, no. I don't mean like a sequel. It's, yeah. Is this the next one after that they've done the first? Yeah, so one this after? is the first film since. I mean, they did Speed Racer before that, which was a okay. huge bomb. Oh my god! Uh, but this looks like more in their wheelhouse as far as action sci-fi, whereas. There was some action Cloud Atlas, but it was more of a drama period piece yeah. kind of thing. This thing is like straight up sci-fi. There's a lizard guy in this movie with like, wings. And Channing Tatum has his shirt off like 89% of the movie. That's right. Channing Chacha's in this. Uh, yeah. With, like, he's weird, got the like, weird ears. ears he's and, an elf. But he, he, he looks he like elf. supposed to be in The Hobbit. But they Do you know the plot of this movie at all? It's basically like a princess is thrown to Earth to be hid and... The Eddie Redmayne who plays the villain yeah. basically is like go kill her, and then Chang Tatum goes there. Sean Bean is like the one that sends him, so he's okay. going to die at some so point. He'll die, yeah. <laughs> and something about this movie. It's a sci-fi action movie, and is, part of me but, wants to see it because the trailers do have some cool stuff it, it in it. Some cool visuals, and he, Eddie Redmayne probably communicated directly with Stephen Hawking in theory of everything to communicate that the princess was hiding on Earth. I'm, yes. I'm assuming that he, was Stephen wow. Hawking wrote the script. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you know, the, the, there's a crazy part about this. Yeah. Uh, the one Wachowski brother who's not the girl, like he's a guy now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sex uh, still a guy. Yeah. So he was not really, like, not really a part of this movie because he was helping Bruce Jenner convert to, like, get to, like, be a woman. So oh, he, he was, was helping teaching him. Around. He was teaching him, like, the importance of and, a tuck and, game and rib removal. And <laughs> had the, why is it rib removal? What well, does that know, do? Sounds, you know, sounds, sounds legit to me. <laughs> we, we, uh, and they uh, also have to caught, catch up on, uh, RuPaul's, uh, drag race. <laughs> uh, we congratulate Bruce yeah. on his uh, gen, uh, gender reassignment and, and the journey, journey that he's about to begin. Yeah. Um, no judgment here. So um, wow. that's the movies, the big yeah. movies coming out. Do you want some predictions <laughs> now? Let's do it. Well, let's, yeah. do, let's predict our top five. This is kind of a hard weekend. I've got to admit. We, we, tied. we tied last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, recap last week if you want. Both tied. I had one and two right with Paddington and American yeah. Sniper. I bookended with, uh, book with uh, Sniper and... Uh, boy next door and sarah is doesn't win ever so she's she had one <laughs> can't even fill in for uh, sarah this i'm week. probably gonna do just as good as uh, sarah, sarah. <laughs> um all right you want to start off and stuff uh yep i'm making my decisions sure. right sorry, now tom, sure. tom, I come yes, yes, please sorry tom sorry tom take um, it away yeah you know i am gonna go with uh i'm start from five okay paddington number five wow you I think, think it's it, dropping I from think, two to five yep i still think it sticks around um, you know, mm. SpongeBob's there, but it's Paddington has a totally different audience. Okay. Number four is going to be the Sean Kemp movie, Seventh Son. <laughs> We're very similar. Keep going. Probably okay. at like seven to seven to eight million dollars. Mm. That's not going to tank bad as Mordecai, but it's going to be pretty bad. Okay. Um, then we're going to go with uh, Jupiter Ascending, the you know Bruce Jenner movie. <laughs> Number three. Number two, we are going to go with, uh, and I think it gets knocked off the pedestal. I think we're going to go with Sniper at number two. Really? You think yeah. it's going number two? Wow. Yep. I think it'll, I mean, I, I think it's going to stay pretty close to 30, maybe like 24, mm-hmm. maybe 25. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ken's buddy's art designer, <laughs> whatever his name is. Casey you Alexander. SpongeBob number one. Uh, SpongeBob number one at 20, probably 28 to $30 million. Wow. Okay. So oh, JT, man. get a recap. Paddington, Seven Sun, Jupiter, Sniper, and uh, SpongeBob. 
Okay. That's tough. I, you made a good case for that, SpongeBob. Now I'm thinking about it. All right, let's go. Uh, if I'm you've seen his arms, he's making a good stick, uh, case for that protein that shake. Protein yeah, shake. I make a good case for everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go one through five. That's how I like to do it. Okay. Uh, number one, I'm going to stick with American Sniper. Um, mm. I that's a, I understand why you could put SpongeBob in there, too. I feel like SpongeBob is not as popular as it used to be. I think it is still very popular, and I still think it's going to open strong. But I think a lot of people who didn't see American Sniper this weekend because Super Bowl are going to go next weekend. Even mm. though it's already made a crap load of money, it's going to keep going. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to get American Sniper number one. I'll put SpongeBob number two because I think Paddington's basically going to drop off, and that's just going to take its place. Okay. Everyone's going to see SpongeBob. So Sniper, SpongeBob number three. Mm, I don't want to put Seven Sun there. I'm going to put Jupiter Ascending. Okay. I'm going to say Jupiter Ascending. Uh, it's going to be ne- honestly two and three are going to be neck and neck. It okay. all depends. Who, who, the family comes out more. It's going to be SpongeBob. If it's more the teenagers. They might still be seeing Project Almanac, so I think that's going to hurt uh, sure. Jupiter Ascending a little bit. Okay. So number three, Jupiter Ascending. Number four, I'm going to go. Mm, this is tough. I'm going to go Paddington. Oh. I think it's. I think the because fa- it has such great reviews, such great cinema score, and not all the parents are going to want to take their kids to see SpongeBob because Paddington is definitely more of a family film. Okay. So I think it's going to go from two to four. And then number five, I guess I'm going to put Seventh Son, but honestly, I could. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing tanked and went like number eight. It's okay. possible. So do a quick recap. List it down. Um, American Sniper, uh, SpongeBob, then I got Jupiter Ascending, then I got Paddington, then I got Seven Sun. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Uh, I'll round out the picks here. I'm going to go, again, I don't have as much knowledge as Finn, uh, Tom does, Mr. Yeah, Tom, uh, Doug, you know, over there. <laughs> and JT, you're riding the high on the NFL letting the Patriots win this weekend. <laughs> so I'm going to go Paddington, family film still. Number people five. are going to go see that bear. Number four, Seven Sun. I think it's going to have a little bit of bump because people see swords and dragons and magic. <laughs> I understand And that. next weekend mm-hmm. the movie will be asked to leave all movie theaters. Yes. SpongeBob here in America do- going to do number three, but Paddington might cut in yeah. a little bit. Jupiter Ascending, the curiosity is going to bring some people. Eddie Redmayne's got some hot hot, uh, streak going, Channing Tatum. And uh, Mila Kunis, uh, she draws uh, a little bit for first look on the weekend. And I think number one, American Sniper, because my parents still haven't got out to see it, which shows me (laughs) a lot of that generation is just waiting to get out to see the movie still. It's going to be close. Not a big money weekend, but I think that's what we'll do number one. Decision that that whole top five for me is that number two, number three. Yeah, it's absolutely. gonna it's SpongeBob or Jupiter. I honestly don't have a feel for either of them, mm-hmm. and I'm only going with the families thing because of the Super Bowls this weekend. No one went out. Mm-hmm. I think the families are gonna go out next weekend after the Super Bowl, but I could easily see Jupiter saying be number two. It's going to be uh, tough. It's going to so be tough. It was very tough for me Those to get rid of. Uh, yeah. We're running long, boys. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, how you want to wrap this up? You guys t- tell me how you close your show. All right, guys. Well, let's just say thank you very much for tuning in. Ken, thank you very much for filling for yes, Sarah. You did a great job. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm, I'd be grateful to give up the seat to Sarah next weekend. That's her seat. <laughs> I'm just filling in. But it was, thank you for, ha- thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, yes. You can catch us on YouTube, on Popcorn Talk Network, on yeah, iTunes. Sounds... Rate and review. Do that. Let's know how we're doing. At I think Twitter. we're doing pretty good here. Twitter at Bob Finstack. <laughs> yeah, on Twitter at Bob Finstack, even though it's Tom now. I can't change it. I got just too much money. Out <laughs> I am at Schmoes JTE. Ken, where can I catch you? Join me at Ken Napsock, of course, at Jedi Alliance SK. A live edition of Jedi Alliance starts here at 2 o'clock here on the YouTube channel. And don't forget to follow the, uh, at the Popcorn Talk and at Schmoes No, the main show, every Thursday live, 6 p.m. PST. All right, guys, keep watching those numbers. And one more time, go Patriots, Super Bowl Patriots. We're going to repeat next year. Okay, I'm okay, feeling it. Okay. Resign Revis. Patriots, Brady's the greatest of all time. Cut that mass hole off. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. 
For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.